but Ephesians 4 and 16, which really simply wants to find it. If you would please stand and be God's word. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. May the Lord have a blessing to read. Here's Last week, once again, spoke about walking in wealth and that we are wealthy and broke down the differences that Paul talks about in this particular chapter between wealth and our walk and how significant it is that we understand doctrine and duty, that doctrine is based upon how we believe duty is to respond to that particular doctrine. In other words, you're already blessed. So now we need to act like you're blessed. Yeah. So this week I want to follow up with the notion that as we walk in a certain way in Christ, it would require us to oftentimes <coughs> press our way through some things. But we, in a real sense, are already designed to win. You're designed to win. You are designed to be victorious. <laughs> Don't act defeated when you're designed to be victorious. Uh, designed to defeat the enemy because in a real sense the enemy has already been what? Defeated. And so we should act and respond that way rather than succumbing to the enemy. Uh, we're designed to get through things. Let me say that again. We're designed to get through things. So don't, in a real sense, don't act like something is permanent because you're designed to get through the things you encounter in this life. We simply have to press. As a matter of fact, this week I saw an album cover and it said, living through it. We are made to live through the things in life. In other words, don't stop living. Let me say that again. See, that's you. That's, that's important. You never stop living. You're designed to go through things. Don't stop. Storms may come, but you still have to what? Live. Uh, cancer may come, but you still have to what? Live. I don't know if you understand what I'm preaching right now. <laughs> Another thing. A uh, pink slip might happen, but you still would live. <laughs> Divorce, but you keep on living. Uh, you have been designed and equipped 
to live through it. Uh, not to stop in it and stop because in a real sense some of us become the walking dead if we're not careful. We allow the deadness of the things that we experience to cause it to take all life from us. And you're not you're not designed, it was never meant for you to become dead because of deadness. Matter of fact, it's when deadness comes around you that you ought to begin to rise up even greater and live even stronger. I'm preaching only to myself this morning. Y'all act like y'all still got turkey in you right now. Dressing and greens and macaroni and cheese and all stuffed inside of you. Uh, can you wake up a little bit? Does anybody need a little coffee, some juice, some kind? Maybe you need a Red Bull or something, but can somebody wake up in this church this morning? Amen. Amen. Come on, can I? You're breathing. I'm talking about living, but you're looking like you're dead out there right now. Can I get a hand wave or something in this church? Amen. If y'all can see yourselves sometimes, I, I am preaching about living. <laughs> Jesus, he, he just, just keep, we, we have to keep pressing and living through it all. Uh, that, that, that God has given us this great gospel uh, that declares that there's a declaration there about living, not death, but living. And so we, that's the wealth of what God has given us. And out of the wealth of what God has given us, we learn to live through things. Not to succumb to things, but to live through things. I believe in a real sense, that's one of the examples that Jesus was trying to portray with the disciples when he placed them in the, in the in this boat and began to walk across the other side himself but they were in a storm and but he had already declared to them let us go to the other side see that was the prophetic statement and so Jesus uh, allows them to encounter the storm but Jesus had already what spoken life over them that superseded what they would experience in the storm. They are already, see, they just needed to what? Live <laughs> in the storm because they had already, they had already been declared that they were going to make it through the storm. We have to learn to live through some things. How do I live through the things that I encounter in life. And we're going to encounter some storms. There will be storms. There will be trials. There will be tribulations. But here is the key. The key is to understand that I've already been declared victorious. That I've already have what I need to what? Live through it. To live through it. To live through it. I just have to keep pressing pressing my way until I live through it. See, a couple of weeks ago I, I am seen, I believe that I believe that when you believe something, once again I'm talking about this, like when you believe something it ought to manifest 
itself in how you act and conduct yourself. When you believe, if you believe you're supposed to live through things, then you act a certain way. Amen, church? <laughs> you don't act like that's the end. You act like you're going to get what? Through it. <laughs> because that's what you believe. I believe. I believe. Your belief is a powerful thing. That's why Paul talks about this doctrine. Because it's, it's, it's what defines our belief. If we believe things, then we act a certain way. We conduct ourselves a way, certain way. We don't stop uh, when we believe something. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I, I, I lost my glasses in my truck. You heard me right. I said I lost my glasses in my truck. Anybody ever lost? You, I lost my glasses in my truck. Yeah, no, serious. I literally. So, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm driving, and 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 TJ is um, in the back, and he has kind of this coughing spell or something, and I got concerned, and I kind of was getting ready. I stopped it because it startled me, and uh, when I stopped a little bit hard, my glasses were sitting in between my um, my legs on the seat. I knew I'd place my glasses there, y'all. And when I stopped, the glasses fell on the floor. I didn't think anything of it. I, glasses on the floor. I could wait till I get home. I, I'm trying to, I don't need them right now. I'll wait. I'm checking, making sure my son is okay. And so, I'll, I'll wait until once I get home, I get him situated, and uh, I go go back into the truck because <clears throat> I'm looking for my glasses, and I can't find them. Now, I know those glasses on my, in that seat, fade on the floor somewhere. I'm looking, I can't find, I said, well, you know what, it's nighttime. Maybe that's why I, I, I can't find my glasses right now. So I get up the next morning in the daylight. Well, before that, that night, I actually took the flashlight. I didn't see them nowhere. I look all around the floor, I ain't no glasses, nowhere. And I'm like, man, I, I know I had these glasses sitting right here in my, between, on this seat. And so next morning I get up, daylight, I'm looking, I still can't find no glasses. I then, then I go to, I get, I get to the office and I look again and I, I still can't find those glasses. For two days I looked for those glasses. And then I started even questioning myself. I would maybe I didn't have those glasses in the seat. Because, you know, to make, then I traced my step back. I called the store. And I said, only two places I had been the store. Uh, TJ, I picked him up from school and went by. Have you seen some eyeglasses? No, because, but then at the same time, I kept saying to myself, I know those glasses were in this seat. And so finally, after three days, I'm still looking 
for the glasses because I, I still believed in some way, even though I doubted, I still believed that those glasses were supposed to be. Isn't it amazing how you can know something but you can question something after a certain period of time when you don't find what you're looking for? It'll cause you to doubt some things. The very assurance of what you know comes into question. I wish I had a few folk that understood what I was preaching right now. The very solid theological aspects of what you are to believe will come into question after a certain period of time when it doesn't show up when you think it ought to show up. God, I wish I had some. Sometimes you have to live through some things. Finally, but, 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 but here's the thing. Finally, after a few days, I didn't give up because I believed that those glasses were supposed to be in that truck. So I was finally, after three days, went out and I decided that, you know what, I've been looking all around the back seat, all around the floors. I thought I'd covered everything. And then something just told me, jumped on the inside and said, you know what, wave your hand up above the seat. And I began to feel above the seat and I hit something and all of a sudden the glasses flew out. Now I don't know how those glasses got up and enlarged on the, on the, I don't know how. But somehow glasses falling on the floor got lodged into something above the bottom of the seat. But I, I, I kept, I kept seeking and looking because I believed they were in that truck. Uh, they weren't where I thought they should have been, but I still found them because I believed and I didn't. Matter of fact, I got to the point to where I decided to go get new glasses. I did. I, these are brand new glasses. I bought. I, I decided I was gonna buy me another pair anyway. I came back even after I found that pair. I still bought a, another pair. So I, that's how bad it had gotten. I, I just said, "Well, I'll just get another pair." But I still didn't give up on the old pair. I'm just trying to preach to you and say sometimes when you believe, you keep pressing. When you believe, you keep looking. Sometimes we have to look for the things that we know God has already placed before us. Even in the midst of it all, you still keep pressing and looking because you believe it's there. Yeah. You have to believe that in the midst of your sadness, that joy can be released. It might be stuck in a corner somewhere. But all you need is a little bit of it and something to hit it to ignite your joy. Uh, somebody in here ought to be ready to live through something and get through something. See, when you believe, when you believe, you believe, you don't stop. You keep 
depressing. But that reminds me of the woman with the issue of blood. I just had a funny, sneaky suspicion that she just kept pressing because she believed that healing with her was hers. <laughs> she just kept pressing because she knew that Jesus was able. We just sought the song, he's able, he's able, he's able. When you believe, he's able. You know what? Even when you ain't feeling good, you'll rise up in the morning. When, when you believe that he's able, you'll rise up, get out and get to the place where you believe he is. When you believe he's able. When you believe he's able. Coming to church ain't a hard thing. When you believe he's able. I wish I had some witnesses in this house. When you believe. When you believe that he's able. Uh, you do the things of God. When you believe he's able. Wednesday ain't hard. <laughs> I wish I had somebody in here. Y'all don't want me to preach this. <laughs> you ought to believe that God designed you to live through things. So don't quit. Don't stop. Don't give up. You know what I heard someone tell me? Um, I don't even mind sharing. My ex-wife told me, no, I didn't give up on us. I gave out. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say to you this morning, don't give up and don't give out. <laughs> when you believe. <laughs> when you believe. When you believe. <laughs> don't give up. Don't give out. Yeah. You're supposed to wake some things up. Yeah. You're supposed 
supposed to wake up things in your life and in somebody else's life when everybody else is mourning. You ought to walk in the room and everything ought to rise up because we bring what? Life. We bring life. We bring life. We bring life. Jesus brought life. And, 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 and nobody else believed, once again, Lazarus would live, Jesus did. We bring life. Look, songwriter said it best. And life is worth living just because he lived. <laughs> and life is worth living just because he lived. You ought to live and bring life just because he lived. <laughs> oh, has anybody believed that in him? That my life is worth living just because he lived. <laughs> that, 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 that I'm the bringer of life because he lived and my life is worth living and when I live, things around me have to live. You ought to be something that even when you walk around, dead flowers ought to wake up. Dead plants ought to come back to life. That's the power of life that's living on the inside of you. Just because he lived. Life, your life ought to be worth living. Look at somebody in this church and say live, live, live. It's worth it. Live. Don't you let no dead situation cause you to be dead. It's time for somebody to wake up in here. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm ready to live through it all. No matter what comes, I'm going to live because, because he lives. I live. you choose life this morning yes. and choose to live. So again, don't be the walking dead. I didn't create us to be the walking dead. You, we, we are the walking wealthy because we have riches for him that has declared that we ought to live, 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 no matter what we encounter. Don't ever, don't ever condemn yourself. God, can I just say this? Don't ever damn yourself. Don't ever live like, well, this is impossible. I'll never overcome this. Mm -mm. Can you theologically, do, do you understand what I'm saying, what you're saying? Because if, if your God is this great God and he's able, then he ought to be able to turn anything around you in common. Live. Live. Live through it. That's what Paul is in the real sense. This is what Paul is. Live through it all. Live. I believe that's what Paul was talking about when he was saying, you know what? Uh, my, his grace is sufficient. Live through it. Just keep living. Don't stop living. Like Rosa, Martin, Malcolm, Mandela, live and bring life to what is dead. That's 
dead government systems because he lived. We live and we bring life. I says, Paul, from Paul, we can glean just a few things. I'm going to get ready to close this up. We can glean a few things. We live through it when we realize, watch this, and I've kind of preached it already in a sense, these points, but I just want to give it to you. We realize, we live through it when we realize we belong to this life and in this life. That we, that we belong, that we belong. You know, let me say this to you. You would not be here if God didn't want you to be here. That's right. Amen. Stop trying to fit what you already belong. You belong. You belong. That's something that you need to speak into your, into your existence, into your living, that I belong. I belong. Because some of us feel like we've been searching and seeking all our lives and we're not sure we fit. We're not sure where we belong. You belong. I'm trying to tell you that you belong. Paul says, Paul says that um, in, in this chapter is uh, from him, from him, from him, uh, that from him the whole body is joined from him. In other words, it all what originates from, from God. Everything originates from God. From him, from him, we're all joined. From him, we're connected. From him, that we have the same God, the same God that created me, created you. And from him, I belong, I belong, because I'm all a part of his body. I belong, I belong to him, I belong. I'm not looking to belong, I already would belong. Amen. Belong, I belong. You've got to know that you belong, that in my, in my flaws, with my flaws, with my imperfections, with my with my quirks, with, with all of the things that represent who I am, I still belong. I don't know who I'm preaching to right now. I still belong. I still belong. Maybe I don't think like you. Maybe I don't ain't as smart as you. But I still belong because he accepted me just as I am. I still belong. Maybe I can't read like you. Maybe I can't do math like you. But I still belong. I belong. Maybe I don't look like you. But I still belong. I belong. I belong. I don't have nothing to prove. To you or nobody else. I belong. And I'm going to hold my head up high like I belong. I belong. I come from him. I come from the same place you come from. You ain't no better than me. We all created equally. And God shows no partiality. I belong. I belong. I belong. I belong. I belong. So, so, so we live through things. We're able to live and not succumb to things when we realize that we, we belong already to something that's, watch this, you belong to something that's greater than the things that you, than your circumstances that you encounter. You already belong. You ain't got to figure it out. You belong. Watch this. And because you belong, you can accept somebody else and allow them to belong to you. Amen. 
cool. But you secured your place. You, you ain't threatened by nobody. And when you secured your place, you are right with other folk because you realize that we're all connected the same way. You, ain't, you don't have to one-up nobody. You don't have to outdo nobody. You ain't trying to impress nobody because I already belong. If we could just figure out that you belong, you ain't, you ain't got to overspend to look good because you already, when you belong, you already know you look good. You ain't got to go broke trying to impress folk and drive a certain kind of vehicle, dress a certain kind of way, talk a certain kind of way because when you belong, when you belong, you understand. Uh, <laughs> I know who he is in my life. I know and I understand that I'm connected the same way you connected. Uh, look at somebody and say, you belong, you belong. You belong, you belong. So, so, so we live through things when we understand who, who we belong to. Uh, <laughs> we, we're able to get through things when we understand that I don't belong to the challenges and the trials. Don't you, don't you begin to label yourself as a product of your trials and your tribulations. You belong to God. Before you ever got in trouble, before the trouble ever came, you already belonged to something. And you belong to a God that you can never really, in a real sense, the Bible says that there's nothing that can separate us from his love. And so therefore, I belong before I messed up. I understand that I belong. I belong first. God, I wish I could. You know what? If they get to it, pat yourself on your back because, boy, you're preaching right now. You belong. You belong. <laughs> Glad that I belong to something much greater because, I, yes, I messed up sometimes. Yes, I felt bad sometimes. But God has already declared that, boy, I got you. I, you belong to me before you did that. <laughs> And don't let that define who you are. I already defined who you were when I decided to create you. And that's stronger than the chaos that you will find in this life. Because you already belong. You belong. You belong. So you better live like you belong. Live like you belong to me. <sighs> Y'all don't want me to preach it. But I'm going to preach it anyway. <laughs> Secondly, we, 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 we live through it. Not only when we act like we belong, but we live through things when we understand the delicate aspects of what God has done and how we are connected to one another. In other words, the same spirit that's in you is in me. The same image of God that's in you, it's in me that God created us a certain way where we're all what interconnected. Uh, then we're all one in a real sense. And so secondly, when we learn to back each other up, uh, God, I was saying that we See, I said that we will have some struggles in this life, some challenges in this life. 
But every now and then, I need my sister and my brother to have my back. I need somebody who reflects the image of God to walk with me and back me up. Don't tear me down, but just back me up. I just need a few folk to walk around me, backing me up. I'll be able to come to church and get some support from somebody. Oh, I wish I just had a few people in this church that could back me up when I fall. Can somebody pick me up? We begin to understand that we can't do this alone. Look, look here, ain't nobody, nobody's alone, Ranger. You can't be alone, Ranger, in this journey. We need each other, and we need to pull each other Every supporting limb, limb, ligament, man. supporting ligament yeah. that we all join supporting each other. Yeah. Yeah. I need somebody to support me because here's the reality. I'm going to fall. Don't now. talk about me yeah. because I know I'm going to fall sometimes. Yeah. Just walk with me. Support my back. Don't break my back. Amen. Just support Amen. me. Amen. Just support me. I ain't perfect. Amen. I ain't perfect. You're not perfect. None of us are perfect. Stop talking about each other. Nobody is perfect. So we, 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 we live through it when we know that we belong, but also when we begin to back each other up, which just finally comes into the third thing Paul says, build up, grow. You build up each other. Have each other's back. But you also build each other up. In other words, encourage each other. Don't talk about don't always beat people down and talk about them. Amen. Build them up. Amen. Build them up. Build them up. We build each other, not break each other down. You know, this has been wrestling with me for years and years and years. And we look at the church and all churches. And when I say the church, just the body of Christ. I believe every church should be filled. And I believe that the greatest problem with the church is us. Because we go out and we talk about everything that's wrong. Who wants to come? To all the mess Amen. that you talk about mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. And so folks just say, you know what, I'm going to stay at home. Yeah, that's right. 
We build each other, we back each other, but we also build each other up. If you have the audacity to talk about somebody, you ought to have the audacity to pray and help them. Every time any negative word comes out of your mouth about somebody, God is looking at you wondering, so what are you going to do about Come it? Come on, man. What are you going to yeah. do? You, you got the nerve to talk about it. What, what are you doing? Yes. Did I just preach that we're all what? Connected. So if you're talking about me, you're talking about yourself. We back we, we belong, we back each other, and we build each other up. And that's, that's what we do to grow. That's how we grow. We grow. We live through things because he lived and we live through. And, and through that, our response is to know that we belong so that other folk can belong. To back each other and to build each other up. So live and live abundantly. Knowing you belong. Back each other up and build each other up. Together we have all we need to be wealthy in our living. We have all that we need to be wealthy in our living. I'm gonna mess with you. I'm getting ready to close, but I gotta mess with you. Somebody sitting in this church right now is not healed because you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. All right, all right, man. You'll get that when you get home. You'll get that when you get home. And, 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 and so, Jesus has given us access to all the riches and so live wealthy. You have access. You have everything you need. The access has been given. Live. That's why he says, well, I came that they might have life and life more abundantly. Live. You have access. You
I will believe you once again, middle school. And it, it worked out fine. And then ultimately that turned into me using it as a, a method of giving her allowance. So I gave her um, small allowance of spending using that uh, per month. It wasn't much, $40 a month, something like that. And so <clears throat> uh, as she got to high school, uh, everything was fine. Everything was fine, y'all. It, it, it just when she got to high school around the, around the junior year. Well, I never used that account. I never used that account. And so I just paid what I was supposed to pay, you know, $40 allowance. I mean, I think I bumped it up a little bit when she got to high school, but it wasn't much. And so, um, you know, I, 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 I paid the thing, paid what I felt like I was supposed to pay, and I never used that card. And so uh, she's by her junior year, and so one day, uh, had a guest preacher in town and uh, took him out to eat and got ready to you pulled out that card, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I pulled that card out. Because, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't use that card. And I know I paid what her allowance portion was every month. You know. So that card, y'all, that card, I know that balance. I, there ain't no problems with that guy. You know, I know. I pulled that card out, proceeded to give it to the server, and uh, she comes back and says, decline. Oh, no, 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 that can't be right. Card not even used. Can't be right. No, 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 no. You know, um, finally get on the phone with them and they tell me what the balance is and it's over the limit. And I was like, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> you know, she she was just swiping everything, y'all. I mean, everything. Everything. Anything and everything. <laughs> just everywhere. McDonald's every day. <laughs> Just anything that came up, she just I mean constant. You know, just I'm free. What Daddy, I just used it. You know, here's here's, here's the thing. We because the car was in my name. And I had, I was her daddy, and I had given and had made her an authorized user of that card. She was what? Swiping everything anytime she needed. What are you trying to say this morning? I'm trying to say God has given all of us a gold card. Matter of fact, let me take it even higher. You are an authorized user of a platinum card. Watch this, watch this. With kingdom benefits. Didn't I say that somebody ought to live wealthy? You ought to pull your card out because you ought to be a card tote carrying, a platinum card holder with kingdom benefits. With, watch this, with no limit. See, you see how to limit, but we don't have no limit. Because when Jesus got up, he took the limits off. So somebody in this church 
ought to be ready to pull out the gold, platinum, or whatever color cards you need to pull out and begin to swipe. When you feel like you don't have a piece you need, you ought to swipe. When you don't have the joy you need, you ought to swipe. When you ain't healed the way you ought to be here, swipe. Because you are a card holder. You have been becoming authorized. Watch this. That's why he says that it says that he got up with what? All power. Uh, <laughs> you are a car authorized user of the power that God has sent across this world. Use your power. Use your wealth. Watch this. There is no spending limit. It's a sad thing. I think I opened up the first sermon with this. To have something and not use it. And not know what you have at your exposure. Your card, the only difference, watch this, I'm getting ready to The only difference between your card and my card is mine has my name on it. And yours has your name on it. That's the only difference. You've got a card, a card that God has given you from the kingdom with your name on it. And watch this. I can't make you use your card. You've got to decide to what? Use your card yourself. Because me, I'm proud. You know what? I've realized that God has some riches. And I'm trying to access all that I possibly can. So I, I pull my card out for everything, y'all. God, they were talking and being nasty with me the other day. Handle my handle my lightweight. Y'all miss that. Because <laughs> won't he fight your battles? You don't even have to fight your battles. You know what? You know what? Here, here God, I need you to handle my life. I ain't got time to deal with them, Lord, so I'm just pulling out my credit card right now. I'm going to... They keep lying on me, God. They keep talking about me, God. They keep plotting on me. Y'all know, know Sam Valley and Tobiah, they just kept talking about Nehemiah, kept building because you know what? God, Nehemiah understood. I got riches. I got somebody that'll handle my battle. Swipe. Live through it all and use what God has given you. You're wealthy. You're wealthy. You're wealthy. You're wealthy. You're wealthy. Don't walk away from here not knowing that. You're wealthy. You're wealthy. You have all that you need. Live and live wealthy. Doors of the church are open. Hello, my name is Lorenz, and I am a choir singer here at One Fellowship Church in Waco, Texas. Thank you for listening. You can learn more about our congregation online at onefellowshipumc.org. 
You can also like us on Facebook in order to stay up to date with the latest events and activities taking place in our community. Please feel free to share this message and others on social media so that more people can hear about what God is doing here at One Fellowship Church. Thank you and God bless.